Sorry about that. I always join in. <laughs> so why am I apologising? Because I do it every week. <laughs> How are you, darling listener? It's so lovely to be back live with you this week. I know that uh, you had uh, you had me on the radio last week, but it wasn't. I wasn't really here, but um, I am today. <laughs> so you can call me oh seven five six five eight two five zero four one, or text me, should I say, or email me studio at sidvalleyradio.co.uk. Denise, that's my that's my name. Welcome back and all that and everything. You can say all those things and tell me if you'd like me to play anything for you. I'd like to hear on Sid Valley Happy Classics for the next two hours. Thank you to the lovely Gavin for his cowboy show for the last two hours. I always call it the cowboy show. It's very naughty. It's highly irreverent, isn't it? But I, I can't help myself. Um, anyway, I hope you've had a good week. I've, I've had, uh, I've had a very busy time. Uh, as I was away, uh, for some of the time, uh, last Thursday, I was up north seeing my lovely aunts who, uh, well, they're just divine, aren't they? But, um, a bit of a stressful time. I came back and had managed to leave my laptop there. <laughs> so it's like, ah, so I've had a couple of stressful couple of days. And to be fair, I, I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big drinker, but even I felt tonight I could have done with one. But I didn't because I'm coming up and driving up here, so I, I will certainly not drink and drive. And I thought to myself, you know, I could really do with a drink. And when I thought of that, I thought, I've really got to play this piece of music, which, of course, is the drinking song from Verdi.
certainly sounds like what it is doesn't it a drinking song <laughs> you can almost see them swaying from side to side can't you it's all very good it's all very good so what else can i tell you uh well i don't know really I've got loads of music on the show for you i just i was just putting the show together i was putting it together earlier on today and as i was loading it up i was thinking i've pretty much got a waltz in every section of the show, of the, the show so uh roll the carpet back folks there's going to be plenty of dancing going on anyway um I heard this song the other day on the radio and I thought, wow, that's loud, isn't it? And I thought, I have got this on my playlist, so I'm going to play it. So we don't often get uh, two bits of opera back to back, but we had the wonderful Verdi there from um, the drinking song from La Traviata. It doesn't say who the uh, who the orchestra is, who the singers are, so you can pick your own. <laughs> I'm going to go with, I don't know, the, the, the Opera House, Covent Garden, Chorus and... Um, and orchestra, and who can we say conducted it? Ricardo Chailly. I don't know if he ever did conduct the Covent Garden Orchestra, but do you know what? Today, he can. So we're going to do another bit of opera, and a loud bit, but uh, this is Bizet's Carmen. Sadly, he never realised how f- fantastically successful this was going to be. He sadly died before it really got traction, but uh, we all love it now, don't we? Anyway, the Toreador song, you know the one. Señor, señor, cara de que Oh, 
Silence, on fait silence, à que se passe-t-il? Une cristalle, une La cirque plein de sang, on se sauve entre chille C'est ton tour maintenant. Allô, on garde. Allô, allô. Je viens, You're singing along to that, <laughs> the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, with various people that were singing. I don't know who the soloist. I think it might have been Anthony Michaels Moore. I think it might have been him. But there are various people, various people uh, listed on this thing. But I'm not, so I'm not sure who sang that. But they did have a good voice, didn't they? <laughs> oh, so reverent, irreverent, should I say? It's not very good because it could have been Ed, Edmund Barham as well, or Robin Stapleton. I don't know, but whoever it was, they had a great voice, and it was the Royal. Covent Garden, the Royal Opera House Chorus that were backing him up. And uh, it will come up in a second. It will tell me who the conductor was because it's a very, very long list and I should have made a note and I'm really sorry because I was away last week and I'm not quite back in the groove. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of myself. Valerie, it's not Gergayev. I know it's not Valerie Gergayev. Valerie Masterton, that, thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Google, <laughs> for doing that. Anyway, folks, how are you? How are you? Um, I said I was away last week, so I'm sort of trying to get back in the groove. I was working away. I was on a course, so I was doing stuff, but it's, it's never quite the same as being in your own sort of your own place, is it? Uh, anyway, it's all good. So I've got loads of stuff on the show. I've got my usual, um, my usual Holy Trinity. You know, this is not a religious program. That is Beethoven, Bach and Mozart coming up at some point. Um, we have one of our regular presenters has just dropped in bearing gifts. It's quite nice to go away because people bring you presents. <laughs> So, the lovely Anthony, who does our jazz show on a Wednesday, has uh, he's got a great garden. Things you things you you will learn about your fellow presenter if you listen to me. I can give you all the secrets. Gavin's got a cat called Boris. 
And Anthony is a great gardener and he also is, and I have mentioned this, our resident military historian. What Anthony doesn't know about military airplanes and other stuff, you can write on the back of a postage stamp and still have room for the Bible. So uh, he's come bearing gifts from his garden. So I've got some lovely runner beans and some lovely sweet peas. So very, very kind of you, Anthony. Thank you very much. So Anthony is one of our many presenters. And if you'd like to know about everybody else, you can go and look on our website. We've got something for everyone. But Thursday nights is my favourite, of course, because I'm here. <laughs> it's all about me, you know. Anyway, uh, should we move to a film before I embarrass myself? Here's a mazurka. I know the boss likes a mazurka. So uh, he sadly is not here to hear it. So I hope he's listening on his radio. And um, this is a bit of catchy Turian. dancing didn't it <laughs> well it wasn't a zerker after all so Aram Kachaturian uh, penned that but his son Karen Kachaturian was conducting the Moscow RTV large symphony orchestra as opposed to the medium or small size symphony orchestra I presume there must be various sizes they don't say extra large either just but that was the RTV large symphony orchestra and that's from Kachaturian's masquerade suite I've got the longest piece on the show coming up right now, 13 minutes almost, of Mendelssohn. And um, this is his violin concerto in E minor. So I, I always say it, don't I? 
violin isn't my favorite and then I go and play a great piece of music. I think, yeah, actually, I really do like violins. Although I will say piano is still my favorite. So Kurt Masur is now going to play that particular piece for us. And it's going to be, I think it's the first movement it is. Yes. So pin your ears back 30 minutes. Go and put the kettle on if you think 30 minutes is too long and come back and join me again in a minute because I've got some excellent music for the rest of the show. Thank you. 
how you play a violin isn't it maxim vengroff there being conducted by kurt masseur and the um gavant house orchestra in the background doing a fantastic job it's a, an amazing piece of music that isn't it i should imagine old maxim was a bit tired after that he was going at it wasn't he so first um i think i've got some things from the movies tonight but it's the first one <laughs> It's only a short one, so the longest piece of of, the, of music for the evening, followed closely by the shortest. This is a great belt at this one, and uh, it's I've never seen the Pirates of the Caribbean films, but you know what? I should I should do really because if they're playing music like this, I really need to get into it.
Klaus Bedelt's fantastic music there for Pirates of the Caribbean. He was conducting the studio orchestra for the soundtrack for that. 2003. Yep, 20 years ago, people. You can't believe it, can you? Amazing. Got uh, the first member of our Holy Trinity now, and this will be Beethoven for you. So um, he did some piano, last piano concertos. <laughs> he did lots of lovely stuff as well. Other stuff, not just piano concertos, as you know. Uh, my favourite is number five, but this is number two in B-flat major and... Uh, Christine Zimmerman is going to play the third movement just for you.
Oh, makes you wish you'd kept up the lessons, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, Christian Zimmerman there doing a fantastic job. The LSO conducted by Sir Simon Rattle. That's quite a, a relatively recent recording that it was um, only recorded a couple of years ago, 2021. So, yes, he was a sir by that point, because I think he was over at the Berlin Phil, wasn't he, for a long time, Simon Rattle. And then he, he came back, I think, obviously, to do that one, if, if, if nothing else. So it's starting to get a bit dimpsy outside, isn't it? And I don't know about you. I don't mind the nights drawing. And I was having a chat with someone today and they were sort of saying, oh, it's, 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 you can tell the nights are drawing in already. And they're, oh, yeah, that's fine. I like it dark. And they looked at me as if I had two heads. <laughs> no, no, I do really like it dark. I think it's something to do with I was born at three minutes past midnight. So pretty dark at that time of the night. And, uh, and I was born in the depths of winter or getting towards the end of the winter. So I really don't mind it dark at all. But I know a lot of people... Um, don't enjoy it. So, uh, but let's just make the most of the weather that we're having because it has been beautiful for a few days this week compared to July, which was a bit of a washout. Um, so we can enjoy the weather, can't we? And in the meantime, we can have ace music like this, which, uh, which will warm you up, if nothing else. Did you see, did you see what I did there? Did you? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a dreadful link. Anyway, Firebird, did you get it? Yeah, of course you did. I'm sorry about that. That was a bit cheesy, wasn't it? Past the cheddar. Um, Stravinsky. Yeah, let's have him. This is the finale of the Firebird. So it starts off quietly, but uh, warms up quite nicely.
just know that that was the finale of the Firebird Suite, don't you? Because it sounded exactly like what it was. Leonard Bernstein was conducting the New York Phil. Now, I did mention that I thought I had a waltz in every single section of the show. Oh, and here we are in the second half or the second half hour of my show. Because I, I do it in when I'm setting up my show. I have four half hours and it starts off loud. And by the time I get to the end, I'm doing the quiet half hour. Sometimes I get them a bit mixed up, but who cares? I don't mind. You don't want something that loud at 10 o'clock. You don't want the uh, the uh, finale of the Firebird Suite D by Stravinsky in your ears as you're toddling off to bed or trying to just decompress after a hard day. And uh, I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the show. I've had a day. <laughs> I've had a couple of days. The stress of losing one's laptop, it makes your hair go grey. Well, I, would, I wouldn't know about that. Maybe my hair is grey, but I go and see my friend Shirley <laughs> every few weeks and get me get me roots done. Ah, oh, dear, 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 dear. You don't need to know that, do you, really? <laughs> but never mind. A girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. So here's another waltz for you then. So um, as I said, don't uh, don't uh, don't roll the carpet back down again yet because uh, this is the one from Capella, which is beautiful. I just love a bit of Dalib. And so we're off to the we're off to the ballet. We're off to Covent Garden. So get your jewellery out. And uh, yes, so you can put your tuxedo on because it's all got to be very smart. enjoyed that i did say we were off to covent garden and that was indeed the orchestra of the royal opera house covent garden see i don't like it because you know what what's the point because you'd find out anyway wouldn't you <laughs> oh did it i'm just being a bit daft so the boss has just been in so i better behave myself i ought to just say that it was mark um Ermler that was conducting the uh, op- the um, orchestra of the royal opera house covent garden yeah the boss has just dipped out again now so i can misbehave a bit not too much so um I was going to say this is one of my favourite composers, but they're all my favourites because I just play 
everything that I like. <laughs> but this is Handel. And of course, he, um, the music that opens my show every week is that fantastic piece of his, The Arrival of the Queen of Sheba. And I never play that all the way through, or I very rarely do. So I, I must put that right because I was listening to it today. And it's one of those pieces of music you just want to sort of dance to. So I was actually drying my hair at the time. <laughs> So in between blasts of the hairdryer, so we're back to my hair, aren't we? A minute ago, I was talking about get me roots, and now I'm talking about blow blow dry my hair. So I was listening to the uh, the radio this morning and uh, doing my hair, and uh, and it is one of those pieces of music, and you just I just sing along with it. It's like um, I wish it had words so that I could sing along to it properly, but I just make up words. <laughs> well, you do, don't you? Why not? Anyway, this is this is music for the Royal Fireworks, which was also written for George II because, of course, Handel was under contract to him. At the time, and uh, it was it was quite sad, really, because uh, it didn't go off as well as it should have done, despite they practiced and everything. But um, a couple of people were badly burned, and one person was blinded, and one lady's frock caught on fire. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh; it's not nice. And and one poor soldier who, when they were doing the, um, they were uh, what's what I'm looking for. They were rehearsing the canon the day before and he had his hand blown off. So it wasn't really, uh, that much of a success. Well, that the, the, the fireworks weren't because, and also it was a bit of a soggy day as well, but the fireworks weren't great, but the music was fantastic. Finish there, la réjouissance. Let's say that again, réjouissance, réjouissance, yeah, réjouissance, la, la réjouissance. I'll get it right in a moment. You wouldn't think I'd French A level, would you? <laughs> Not today. <laughs> do, 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 do. The Academy of St. Martin in the Fields, that under Neville Mariner, who of course is the same orchestra and conductor that opens my show every week. And in case you're thinking, what show is this? Well, you you went online, didn't you? And, and pressed the little button that says, I want to listen to Happy Classics with Denise. And that's what you're doing. And uh, while you're there, 
do have a little look at what else is going on. If you like my show and you think, oh, that's quite nice. I wonder if she's done any others. We ha- Well, I have. In fact, all of our shows for all of our presenters are all downloaded to podcast. So you can carry us on with you wherever you go. Put me in your pocket, why don't you? I'm only tiny. Uh, even, <laughs> even if I wasn't a podcast, I'm not that big anyway. Five foot one and eight and a half stone dripping wet, as my mother used to say. So, uh, so you can take us all with you. You can have a whole host of presenters in your pocket and listen to us wherever you want to go. So what have we got now? Ah, yes. Well, we might as well keep it English, even though, even though Handel wasn't English. He was German, wasn't he? But, um, he, he really, uh, made his name in England and it's very difficult for, for you not to think of him as English but here's something that really is very very English although it was a Scottish composer that did this but it is the Britannia Overture by Alexander Mackenzie
Oh, did you spot some of your favourites there? I certainly spotted a bit of Algar in there, and I think I did hear the Blue Peter tune. Do you remember Blue Peter? I haven't seen it for years. Is it still going? It probably is, but I don't know. Isn't it awful? Should be ashamed. But I remember my, in, in the back in the day. Do you remember uh, John Noakes with Get Down, Shep? You know the little dog and Peter Purvis and Valerie Singleton. Show me age now, or I could just say that my mum told me about them. <laughs> Who knows? Ramon Gamba was conducting the BBC National Orchestra of Wales. So how English and Scottish and British was that then? So a Welsh orchestra and a Scottish um, composer, Britannia Overture, fantastic stuff. Here's something else that's pretty rousing. Stanley's Trumpet Voluntary. So I've got Winter Marsalis doing this one. It's great, isn't it? I don't often do just trumpet tunes, but uh, I usually throw out Alison Balsam in every now and again. <laughs> She's brilliant as well, isn't she? But anyway, here we go. Winter Marsalis is going to make us stand up and throw a kipper for this Trumpet Voluntary.
good old Winton there. He did a fine job, didn't he? So who was backing him up? It was the English Chamber Orchestra, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. I guessed right. I'm ashamed of myself. I should have just looked it up. As I said, I'm being a bit lax today. Anthony Newman was conducting the lot. Yeah, I'm being a bit lax today because um, I was away last week and um, and I've been all over the place since. I've been to Lanc- Lancashire and I've been to Gloucester and I've been here. I went backwards and forwards all over the place. <laughs> and of course, I missed Folk Week, which was a shame, but uh, that's OK because, well, hopefully there'll be another Folk Week next year. Now, this is a piece of music that I play every time it comes up on my little playlist, my schedule, because I just love it. And it's a bit of Vaughan Williams. And it is one of those pieces of music. It, it, It just puts a smile on your face. And that is what Happy Classics is all about. And I do remember playing this piece of music in my very, very first show. And I must have played it. My little, little roller decks of music comes up about every three months. And they drop into the mix and I'll, I'll either pick them out again straight away or leave them in the pot and sort of pick them out a bit later on. But this one I play every single time and I've got another one as well from my, um, from my, uh, little Rolodex. But I think I played this one back in March. That was the last time it got played. I must play it more often. It's brilliant. Shall I, shall I just play it? <laughs> I'll just play it. It's Vaughan Williams and it's the, um, the March from his, uh, English folk song suite. And bearing in mind we've just had Folk Week, this is probably highly appropriate. And it is called 17 Come Sunday. And it sounds like what it is, a very excited young man, because it certainly sounds like a young man, the tune, you know, it sounds like him can't wait to be, you know, almost grown up at the weekend.
Big finish there, big finish. Marvellous to form Williams. 17 come Sunday. Good grief. I danced all the way through that, did you? <laughs> it's a bit rousing for halfway through the show. Maybe I should have put it in bed earlier, but never mind. I think we're going to start to dial things down a tiny bit now. Promise, promise. We've got the second. Oh, I ought to say, before I move on to our second member of our Holy Trinity, that was Vernon Hadley conducting my home city orchestra, the Liverpool Phil. Marvellous. Uh, where was I? Yes, Bark. Yes, the second member of our Holy Trinity, Brandenburg. Why not? He, did, he wrote six concertos, didn't he, for the Brandenburg Concerto Suite? And here's the Academy for Alta Music, which is from Berlin, which, of course, German would be, wouldn't it? And, uh, yeah, they're going to play it for us. Thank you. 
it's just great stuff, isn't it? No wonder he's one of our holy trinity. Isabel Faust was uh, playing the violin and Antoine, I'll get it in a minute. Sorry about this, I should have written it down. Antoine Tamastit was conducting the Academy for Alta Music Berlin with uh, the Brandenburg Congestion number three, movement one. We are definitely going to start dialing it down, I promise. This is a lovely piece of music. Uh, regular listeners will know that I have a thing for uh, Ludovico Einaudi, and he's playing in Cardiff soon. I think it's October. He's also playing in Liverpool. I was going to, I was going to say to my mate Annie, should we go up to Liverpool? Because uh, she's dying to see Liverpool. She's never been there. Of course, I grew up there. And because uh, he's playing up there as well. And I, I was going to say to my mate Annie, should we go up to Liverpool, have a weekend of it, go and see Ludovico and Audi? And she said, oh, I'm on a cruise. I thought, OK, then. I can't drag her off that. Hey ho. But he is playing in um, Kazakhstan if you want to go and have a look at him there. And somewhere else with a star on the end of it. Not Afghanistan. Somewhere else with a star on it. Uzbekistan, that's it. He gets about as uh, Ludovico and Audi. But I'm not going to play him now. <laughs> Just in case I was waffling. For those for those of you that get tired of me playing Ludovico, because I do think he's really good, um, I've got this other guy called Alberto Giroli, who, if you listen to him, it does sound a bit like Ludovico. And of course, if you like Ludovico, you're going to like this. And this is a tune called One Note. And it starts off literally one note, and then it develops out. So I think it's a fantastic piece of music. He composed it. He's playing it. Let's all enjoy it. Thank you. 
That note is still hanging there. Can you hear it? Alberto Giroli. Don't know who the uh, orchestra was behind him, but I thought it was just... That's a great piece of music, isn't it? He's got another one called Marie, which I've never played, and I must play that at some point soon, one of these days. Bit of Schubert now, and uh, I often play his impromptus, but here we go. Number three in G-flat, and Alfred Brendel's going to do that. So a bit more piano music for us, because you can't have too much, can you?
Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, that one definitely makes you wish that you kept up the lessons. Oh, just absolutely gorgeous. I love a bit of Schubert, as I always say, about everything, but particularly about Schubert. <laughs> now, this is a piece. Now, we all, we often get foray down the end, this end of the show, don't we? And this is the Agnes Day from his Requiem. And we've got uh, Sir Neville Mariner back with the Academy of St. Martin in the field to play this. And... This is just, you know, there are pieces of music, aren't there, that make you want to cry. And okay, this is happy classics, but cry with happiness because it's an emotional thing, isn't it? This is one such for me. So if I get the, the other side of this and I'm sort of gulping for air, it's because this brings tears to my eyes.
Just absolutely exquisite. Just, I just love that piece of music, but I just think it's so moving, isn't it? So that was the Academy of St. Martin of Fields, the orchestra and the chorus. And St. Neville Mariner doing fine justice to that amazing piece of work. Yes, another piece of piano music now. I keep saying it, you can't have too many. There's only a little one. It's a bit of a weird one. Eric Satie, he's always a bit out there, isn't he? I always want to say he's a bit barking. I don't mean that way, but he did write some interesting stuff. And this is his Nocien number one, and he's playing it.
strange little piece, isn't it? Nossian number one by Eric Satie. Next piece is not an odd little piece. <laughs> it's something from the movies, and this is really lovely. Rachel Portman, she's fantastic, isn't she? And she wrote the uh, the music for various films, including the Cider House Rules, which I often play. But this is the end titles from the film Emma, which I thought was a brilliant. Uh, I think there's a Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow one, wasn't it? I just thought that was a fantastic film. Anyway, the end titles from Emma by Rachel Portman with the soundtrack orchestra playing. Thank you. 
Oh, it's just beautiful, isn't it? I love Rachel Portman's work. And uh, I was just having a quick look on the internet because I thought that that was the movie that uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow won her Academy Award for her Oscar. But it wasn't. She was, of course, in Shakespeare in Love, and that's what she won the Oscar for. So, um, so yeah, good old Gwyneth. She's, a, she's another one that's a bit um, out there. Bless her little heart. <laughs> well, we're all out there, aren't we, in, in one way or another. I think I, I have this phrase that everyone is somebody else's weirdo. <laughs> So the question you have to ask yourself is, whose weirdo are you? <laughs> I think I'm everybody's weirdo. <clears throat> anyway, but never mind. I just, I, I am a bit unusual. <laughs> a lot of people say that to me face, which I don't mind. And I, I, there's an inordinate number of people that when they hear my voice on the end of the phone, immediately start laughing. <laughs> and I could get a complex about it, but I've worked out that if uh, if I go, hi, this is Denise, and people start laughing, it's better than them crying. So uh, I don't know what it is. And I sometimes say to people, why are you laughing? And they think, you know, why is she asking? <laughs> Doesn't she know? No. <laughs> I don't know. So if you've got any idea why you think people might be laughing when they hear my voice on the end of the phone, can you let me know? Because <laughs> I have no idea. And even when I ask them, they still don't know. It's really weird, isn't it? But as I say, better than them bursting into tears. Now, it's nearly a year, isn't it, since uh, the late Queen sadly died. And what a, a remarkable woman she was. And uh, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, I... I, I I like the royal family. I like the fact that we have a royal family. But I was really quite surprised at how sad I was when she died. And for many people, many people lived and died with with only knowing her as our monarch, didn't they? So uh, she's left a fantastic mark on the country. And um, I do wonder what the, they're obviously going to have to do something like the. I mean, Victoria's got her big statue, doesn't she, outside of Buckingham Palace? They're going to have to do something as at least as wonderful as that for Elizabeth, don't you think? But I thought she was an amazing woman, a woman of her time, and you know. To be 70 years doing that job, you've got to ask the question, you know, how on earth, where, where did her resources come from, her personal resources? What an amazing achievement that was. Anyway, this is a lovely song uh, from Cecil Armstrong Gibbs, and she had this played at, I think it was her 21st birthday. It's gorgeous. It's called Dusk.
you close your eyes, you can imagine, can't you, those beautifully clad and uh, shod posh people floating around a, a ballroom. <laughs> For want of a better word, I mean, I've, I've floated around a ballroom myself in my time, but I've never been quite that posh. But I just think, you know, if you close your eyes, you can see it, can't you? Ian Sutherland there conducting his eponymous concert orchestra with Cecil Armstrong Gibbs's Dusk from his fancy dress suite. I hope the Queen enjoyed that. Now, uh, this next piece, this is this falls into the category of I can't believe I haven't played it before. <laughs> And I've come across a few of these recently, and I think uh, I might start making it a particular part of my show. Anyway, I owe my listener, David, a word of thanks for this, because he said to me, Denise says, do you like the Arvo Varen Corpus by by Mozart? I think it's beautiful. I'm thinking, yeah, I do. And I've played it loads of times, I thought. And I haven't. When I looked at my playlist, I have never played it. So to my shame, I'm, I'm, I'm so, so sorry about that. So I'm going to put that right just now. And of course, this is our third and final member of our Holy Trinity. And the Choir of King's College Cambridge is going to sing it for us. So um, I'm now going to put that record straight. Thank you, David, for asking for this because it got me to uh, get my house in order. <laughs>
was just beautiful, wasn't it? So it's definitely on the playlist now. So thank you, David, for bringing that to my attention. The Choir of King's College, Cambridge, doing fine justice to that beautiful choral work. James Vivian was playing the organ. Sir Stephen Cleoberry was holding it all together. So we're down to our last piece of music for the evening. And um, it remains for me to say thank you very much for joining me today. Hope you'll join me next week for more Happy Classics here on Sid Valley Radio, 8 till 10 every Thursday. And my show gets repeated on a Sunday evening if you want to hear it all again. And if you want to hear it on a loop, download the podcast <laughs> if you can handle it. In the meantime, we've got a bit of a host now. And this is from the planet sweetest Venus, the bringer of peace. And I think we can all get behind some of that, can't we? So uh, if there's any peace in your life, excellent. If you'd like some peace in your life, have this on me. And I look forward to your company again next week. The London Phil are going to play us out. Sir George Salty is going to be conducting them. Have a lovely week. See you next time.